Welcome to With You Every Step, the solo travel podcast that explores, explains, and hopefully inspires you to travel the world by yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Lee. Back to With You Every Step. I have my returning guest who is here all the time. You should nearly move into the studio, Troy Larkin. Oh, mate, I live down the I, 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 well, I do live down the road from the <laughs> studio. It's really <laughs> handy, actually. So today we're going to talk about something that's more on the serious side of traveling. It can get pretty serious. It can be. It can be dangerous. And I think a lot of people worry about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Traveling, you know, you've got to travel. Oh, that's, what, that's my opinion. You've got to travel. But it's not all smiles and sunshine sometimes. You've got to have your wits about you. Yeah, especially if there's a torrential snowstorm. Definitely not <laughs> smiles and sunshine then. <laughs> no, no. No. No, it's not. No. Yeah, I just needed to point that out. Mm. So today we're going to talk about scams all around the world. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that wasn't even one of my <laughs> soundtracks. No, I'll do them for free. Yeah, mm. yeah, scams, scams around the world. Well, you never know when you get scammed. Sometimes you don't even know you have been scammed. That's true. And I've been really lucky. I don't think I've been scammed. I've had close calls, but I've never had one where I've been like, oh, I shouldn't uh, have done that. I've have had you? A, I've, I've had attempted scams. Okay. I, I, Oh no, I have no, I have been scammed. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll we'll talk about that. I ha- okay. I ha- I've had a scam, but not not like deadly serious scam, but one yeah, where I, not I, a dangerous I, mm, potential danger. All right, well, tell me about one of the scams that happened to you. First big travel I did when I was young was to Bangkok, to Thailand, and when all not just Bangkok, but all over Thailand, and you know you read all the, the books and you talk to people and they say, all right, you're getting to Bangkok. Look out for the dodgy tuk-tuk driver. Okay, look out, look out for them because they might want to get you in the in 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 the tuk-tuk and then take you to a jewelry shop or a, you know like a tailor. And then they're like, oh, you got to go in here and check this out. And you're like, no, no, I want to go to the temple. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they'll take you there. And they are in compact or they're they're mates with the person who runs that shop. And I'm like, okay. And I and I had that in my mind. I'm like, I'm going to be very savvy about this. Mm-hmm. Be so savvy, so savvy. And so we got to the hotel. We're like, let's go to such and such temple. We saw it in the book and we're like, let's go there. Jump in the tuk-tuk. And we're like, take us here. He's like, no worries. And he's like going, oh, and then he did it. He said, he went, oh, I want to stop at this tailor. I'm like, no, no, no tailor. I said, we'll go to the, the temple first and then we'll go to the tailor. And I'm like, no, nah, we're not going to tailor. And he goes, yeah, yeah, no worries. So he took us to this temple and I said, all right, mate, just wait here and, and I'll be back. You know, I'll pay for your time. Don't worry. He's like, no worries. We go into the temple, go up, have a look around, take some photos, come back. He's gone. I didn't pay. Oh, <laughs> you scammed the tuk-tuk guy. But he... <laughs> I'm the scam. So when you're on holiday, look out for Troy Larkin because he is going to rip you off. He's going to scam you from here to next Tuesday. So I, felt, I, I actually felt kind of... I don't know, like strange first travel pride for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> I scammed the scammer. You know, I felt it for some stupid reason. Like it was probably a, you know, a 60 baht tuk-tuk drive from our hotel or something like that. But it was his choice to his leave. His choice, yeah, 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 exactly. And he knew he hadn't been paid. Yeah, yeah, so he's just gone, oh, forget this, I'm going elsewhere. Or he got a bigger one. Like, yeah, like he got a bigger fare or something Yeah, like not that. a bigger but one. I, he got know, a bigger a part, fare. A part of me felt bad, but the part of me was like, you can't scam me, mate. <laughs> I'll scam you. <laughs> so stupid. 
So, yeah, so there's your first scam. When you're out and about, don't get me in your cab. There's, <laughs> there's no mucking around. I'm going to take you to a temple and not pay you. Yeah, no. it would have been worse. I, but I, I did feel really bad. I went, he's gone. I was so naive. He's gone. <laughs> of course he's gone. We've, we left the cab and he's like, they're not coming back. Well, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, I still can't believe he let you go without paying. I know. I said, look, mate, we are, we're coming back guaranteed. You know, we've got to go back to the hotel or whatever. But he just went, nah, So was it. there another one that you could take? Yeah, oh, there was tuk-tuks all over the shop. Oh, yeah. okay. So was, that was going to be this, my question this temple was, was why would you want him to wait? I don't know because I'd never really been. I'd never, okay, that was my first newbie. tuk-tuk in my life. Yeah. And he was <laughs> – and I scammed him. Oh, God. So, yeah, so all you uh, people who work in the tourism industry around the world, look out for me because <laughs> – Yeah, this episode is about Troy Larkin yeah, being the scammer. I'm Scammatron 5000. <laughs> no. I would never intentionally scam. I would never, ever scam someone. I would never try and rip someone. I hate ripping people. I would hate to rip someone off and I hate being ripped off. So Yeah. Yeah. But the, the cab one is a really big one. So when you hop in a taxi, especially from an airport, I find that I really ask them. I actually now try and ask in the airport how much it should cost me. Yeah. Or I ask wherever I'm staying, the accommodation, the hostel, whatever it may be, I ask them how much a cab should be from the airport to them. Mm. So I roughly have an idea yeah. because cabs are notorious yeah. for being scammers all around the world. And that's not just in specific countries. It happens in most countries. Mm. I think because it's easy. It's easy to do that. It's a, you know, you jump in the cab and they go, oh, the meter's broken. And they go, give us 50 euro for that. And you go, or oh, whatever, you know, 20 euro. And you go, oh, yeah, all right. Mm. But that's a lot more than it would end up being. Absolutely. Even when I went to uh, Liverpool, I landed at the John Lennon Airport. This, And I'd never been to Liverpool before, so I was a bit like, uh, and this guy took the I, – I, halfway through the ride, I'm like, this guy's on the long route to the thing. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm a new guy, all right. Yeah. Because I don't know. I couldn't tell him, go – Oi, you're going the wrong way, you know. No, and you don't know the way. This is the problem. But what I do now is when I hop in, I go to the if, – if if there's no meter, because some countries they don't have meters. Yeah, yeah, true that. And so I will say to them, okay, how much are you going to charge me? And they tell me a price. I go, no, no, no. I've been told it's meant to be this much. And then they go, oh, okay, yeah, it'll be that much. Mm. So stand up for yourself, but always yeah. have an idea of how much it should be. And I always like to get a rough estimate, especially yeah. from the hostel. And they normally yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, they're generally pretty pretty good with that sort of stuff. Yeah, so they the normally hotel, know. But I also try and, lobby, get, yeah. try and get a shuttle. Mm. And if I'm yeah. going to order a cab from the hotel or hostel, I try and get them to order it for me. Yeah, that's a good so thing. So I'm not just yeah. catching one outside. Because they're calling the legit place or whatever. That's have right. You, yeah. That they know has a mm. good reputation yeah. and not just some random dude that's like, Mm. jumped in his cousin's cab and be like, I'm yeah. just going to go get a hundred bucks for the night. Yeah. Not even a That's driver. the thing was like, I was even, again, one of the tips I got first time I went overseas to Thailand, they said, oh, if you get a registered cab, they may go, oh, no meter and just go, nah, it's got to be the meter. Otherwise I'm getting out. That's right. You know? And I did that a couple of times. They went, no meter. I'm like, nah, I want the meter. And they're like, oh, all right. I know. Oh, and, right. and who would think that you actually want your cab <laughs> to be metered? It's like normally I would be like, oh, don't turn the meter on. Yeah, just no, don't charge me you, anything. I'll give you 20 bucks, mate. Yeah, I just give you the low amount. But no, it's designed to charge you a lot more than what the meter would be. Yeah, keep aware. Be aware. Yeah, be aware. Absolutely. So the other one that is a big one, which I've actually had people try and do this to me. Oh, yeah. Is that they try and give you free gifts. Oh, yeah, the freebies. So it might be because mate, who a bracelet. Do, who doesn't love a freebie? 
this is what they think, right? And this is how they suck people in is that they come up to you and they say, I've made this for you. And you think, oh, for me? Personally, me? Me? How'd, how'd you made me this? How'd you know I was coming? These are my colours. Oh, this bracelet's perfect. But it's not for you. <laughs> so it's they, for them. <laughs> they try and give you this and then they ask for money. But they tell you it's free. But then they won't let you go until you pay. And I've actually had people come up and try and put things. Like they literally yeah. push it on your stomach. Yeah, chuck something onto you. Yeah, yeah really they, throw it at you. you yeah. Know? And you catch it or something, you know. Yeah, exactly. So what I've done is I've dropped it on the ground and said, don't you dare. Yeah, and or, you've got oh yeah, I get I get a bit oh, mean. If, if you know Michelle like I knew Michelle, she's savvy. She <laughs> she don't take no guff from nobody. No, and I think no matter where in the world she is, you have to be like that sometimes. Mm, yeah, and it's awful because you don't want to be and you want to be that nice person, especially when you're traveling and you're like, oh, I'm having fun and I'm happy and I'm smiling. Mm. Sometimes <laughs> you can't be. No, like we said, smiles and sunshine. Yeah, no, sometimes torrential <laughs> torrential storms Stop comes it. out of my eyes. Stop it. <laughs> Lightning strikes. Oh, <laughs> Boom, comes straight out there. But it needs to be because you don't want to be in this situation where someone's pestering you and then you could be in danger. And it does happen. I know they do it with rosary as well. Yeah, rosemary. rosemary sorry. Oh, like little sprigs of rosemary. Yeah, and or, rosary or beads. Rosary beads or, or bracelets and what have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think my one was at some kind of dolls or something, like some souvenir. Oh, throw a doll at you. <laughs> they give you a good dolling. Give you a dollar up. They take a doll on you and you catch the doll and they're like, that's a hundred bucks. You're like, oh, no. I have been scammed before. Uh, again, and um, this is no shade on the beautiful and absolutely wonderful country of Thailand. I love Thailand. I recommend anyone go there. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. They got me good. They got me good one day. I was in Bangkok. Again, it's like, you know, the major, the major city, Bangkok. There's a lot of people. People out to make money. They're, they're trying to get by the best they can. And sometimes scamming is the way they do it. Less, as, I, as I was traveling around Thailand, much less, I, nothing really. I, was out, I went to see the old reclining Buddha. Highly recommend uh, one of them. I was, what do you mean by reclining Buddha? Does I, he have a chair that he like reclines <laughs> back into? <laughs> That's the vision I've got, like a super comfy oh, Netflix Michelle. and chill. <laughs> I was out seeing Netflix and chill Buddha. <laughs> You've not heard of old reclining Buddha? There's so many Buddhas. There's a bajillion Buddhas. Yeah. But reclining Buddha, he's, he's a very relaxed Buddha, as the name may but say. But is he like reclined on something? Not, he's not on a recliner. <laughs> he's not like lazy boy Buddha. Are you serious? <laughs> he's reclining. He's laying back. He's he's not sitting up. He's laying back. The Buddha is laying back. But he he's gigantic. That's the thing. He's like 40 foot long Buddha. Reclining. Don't tell me when you went there, you didn't expect to see him sitting on no, something. I never thought about him being in a chair. <laughs> like sitting in his back patio. Good eye. I'm just sitting. It's me, Buddha. I'm sitting back on the patio. <laughs> No, I didn't picture him sitting in a lazy boy drinking a beer, reclining. He's just laying down, all right? He's just... Okay. That's not the point. I went to the reclining Buddha. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. So I saw the reclining Buddha and then I'm like, mm, a bit hungry. I'm scoping the local area for a bit of food, some little tiny restaurant. I'm like, mm, not really what I'm after. I'm hungry, very hungry. And I walked past a school and it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. So kids are running all around the way. And this bloke just sort of went, oh, Hi. Local guy, hi. And I went, oh, g'day. He goes, oh, are you, are you looking for something? I said, oh, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm looking, I'm, I want some food. He goes, oh, mate, 
I've got it. I've got what you want. I know a restaurant. It's my brother's restaurant. Oh. And you go there and I'll you know, I'll let you know you'll get the best seafood. Do you like seafood? I said, I love seafood. You want to go there? I said, yep. He goes, great. I'll, I'll, I'll let them know you're coming. And you, you go there and it'd be great, delicious oh, food. I'm like, this Sounds is good. Special. Yeah, this is good. And I went, mate, thank you so And he was really keen. And I, and I said, oh, I'll give you – have a tip. I'll give you some money. He goes, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want any money. I just want to get you to this restaurant because it's so good. I'm like, fantastic. So he whistles over a tuk-tuk. We jump in. He talks to the driver, tell him where to go. And he's like, all good, mate. You enjoy your lunch. It's going to be fantastic. I go, thank you. We jump in this tuk-tuk. Boom, we're off about – 20 minutes on the road. We arrive at this restaurant in Bangkok, sort of under, you know, a lot, there's a lot of, lot of things under, there's a lot of overpasses, obviously. So we're under this overpass, the restaurant's sort of tucked in there. It's like an open air restaurant. With the lazy boy Buddha under there. Was there was no lazy boy Buddha. And, uh, <laughs> and we go in, tables and chairs all in the open area. And then we go up and we go, hey, Loke just sent us here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we go in and there's all this fresh seafood everywhere. And they're like, you pick what you want. You know, there was no prices, but I didn't even think of that at the time. Okay, you know, I, was I was just about to Because I was excited about the food and the whole, and the guy was, I was like. It's his family, you're yeah, trying to help I'm out. Like, I was like, wow. So I'm like, well, we got the fish and the prawns and And they cook it all right there. You know, it's all fresh and then they cook it like that. Boom, it all comes out. Great. And we're eating, we're having this feast. We're just the two of us enjoying the food. D- delicious, fantastic. It was really good. And I thought, this is going to be great, you know. And then I started thinking, oh, I wonder how much this will be. I thought, oh, you know, and averaging over the price of meals I've had before, I'm like, oh, it might be, you know, upwards of 50 Australian dollars, which is huge. You know, that's, and I'll be like, I'd be happy to pay that for two people for what we had. And then as we're there, I didn't even notice, but then I look around and there's a lot of big dudes all of a sudden are just at a table very close to, I'm like, that's interesting. They were getting a feed because they like to eat. They weren't no? eating. They weren't eating at all. Oh, they were sitting there drinking beers, smoking cigarettes, huh. and there were about maybe half a dozen big dudes. And I was like, oh, right. having some cigarettes and beers. That's good. No seafood for them. And then they bring out the bill, and it's. I'm looking at the bar, and I'm like, did the conversion? I'm like, that is. That's just over 200 Australian dollars. Wow. And I was like, oh, and I was looking at the bill and I'm sort of looking around and all those do, they're just looking at me at the <sighs> table. And I'm like, and I meet it, you know, you get the little intuition vibe. I went, yeah, yeah, little hairs stand on end. Oh, and because I was about to go, no, 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 this is too much. I was going, this is way too much for what we've got. This is more than what you would pay in Australia for yeah. what we got. And these dudes would just sort of sit there, <laughs> drinking their beers, smoking their cigarettes, and they're looking at me. Not in any like menacing, but they were just just glancing at me. And I'm like, I felt the glance, and I'm like, I you think you I think I might. It might be best if I just pay this and go. I had to go back in the back room where they had their eight card machine, and I paid. And it all it, they didn't charge me any more than what they said on the bill. But I did pay over $200. Wow. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe those dudes were just drinking their beers, smoking their cigarettes, thinking that I look like a cool dude. But my gut instinct was that those guys, if I had I had argued, they may have come and argued with me. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. And I would so, say trust your gut. But I'm glad I trusted my gut because I went online immediately after and read 
uh, review after review about this place saying that other people had similar experiences and that some people had huge arguments with them and and then it had almost escalated to being come physical and i was like mm, and i'm a non-violent sort of dude so i'm like oh, i'm glad I, I lost 150 bucks honest yeah. so look out yeah just be aware of that like i i hate saying don't Take hospitality, you know. Yeah, what I mean? don't some, trust people. Yeah, I hate saying don't trust people, but I but you, I took the chance, and you know, that's what I, yeah, I took the chance, you know. Yeah, and unfortunately, that can happen, and I think it's becoming more and more common now that things like this is happening, mm. and it's also with the cabs that they will say they will take you somewhere, and it's not the place you want to go. It ain't the place you want to go. Yeah, and then the same thing happens where they're taking you to a place where the prices are inflated and you are paying more than triple the amount that you should be paying. But if you don't do that, you can be in trouble. I had a similar thing happen in Jamaica. I was there with my brother and we went in to in Montego Bay into the strip little shopping centre there, which is only tiny, and we walked down and we went into the very end shop and all of a sudden – my brother looks at me and he's like, I'm going to buy this. And I was like, why would you buy that? That's not something he would buy. Mm. It was like a little girl's bracelet or something. And I was just like, this is weird. And he looks at me and goes, I'm going to buy this, right? And, you know, brother, sister intuition. You got the look in the I, eye, I, the I, twinkle I, in the eye going. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I was like, yeah. okay, something's going on here. This is not his normal reaction. I'm going to play along and go, yeah, great. It's beautiful. Go for it. So I did. He ended up paying for it. But what I hadn't noticed was at the door, the entrance into the shop were two massive big guys standing yeah, there. Yeah, the dudes. Yeah. And my brother, once we left, as soon as my brother paid, they did, they moved away from the door. And my brother's like, Hello. if I didn't pay, we might have been in some trouble. So he's mm. like, I just picked up on it. So I just decided to buy something that mm. was cheap, gave them some money and they moved away from the door. I was like, wow, I hadn't even really paid attention to it. But lucky he was switched on and he just noticed these guys come and stand in the doorway. Something else that happened was we actually felt really unsafe in mm. Jamaica there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And we were walking down the street and a guy came and they wanted to shake his hand, my brother's hand all the time. And my brother wouldn't shake their hand. And I said to him, why won't you do that? I don't understand. And he said, because I don't feel safe enough to do it. Because if they shake my hand, they pull me in, I'm lobsided that I can't protect myself, they can steal my belongings. Ooh. I went, wow, I've never thought of that. Mm. But it was really weird that these strangers would come up and the first thing they do is yeah, want to yeah. shake your hand. Like it's that's not common. That's not no. like a thing in a place. Yeah. A it, custom. It's not a custom. Once you've been talking yeah. to someone or you've got a rapport yeah, yeah, with someone, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Or if a, you're going into a shop and they're like, g'day, mate, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah not a stranger walks mm. up to you in the street and wants to shake your hand. And then they would get really aggressive when he wouldn't do it. And so when he explained that to me, I went, that's really smart. So now if anyone ever comes up to me and wants to touch me or shake my hand or go into my personal space, I get really angry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, naturally you should. You know, I I step away. I was like, no, no, no. Let's sort of... uh Let's sort of begin a dialogue first before we become, you know, huggy, huggy, handy, shaky chummies here. Yeah, exactly. Because that's something to be aware of as well, mm. because that is easy. Once they hold your hand, they pull you in, you are you can't do anything. And normally you shake your hand with your strong hand that you, you are stronger with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, I'd never thought of that. Very clever. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think dot, 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 a lot of travellers know, listen to that intuition. Yeah, You get a huge. feeling, get a vibe. Some, you just get a vibe, don't you? You go, mm, things ain't kosher here. You know, I've got to watch myself here. Like nine out of ten, you're like, 
it's great depending where you are in the world you go you're good people love tourists come on in you know and it, i find if you start getting out of town it gets that sort of stuff starts to fade away those yeah. the scams start to fade away it's often more in the big cities don't you find absolutely I, I feel. yeah yeah and i know when i was walking in rome ah yeah oh. rome oh the old bump and grab oh and i love that there's names for the scams <laughs> the bump and grab <laughs> they bump into you and they grab your stuff yeah <laughs> Classic Actually move. Classic was move. On edge the whole time because I was I've literally. I've had so many warming, warnings about Rome. You know? Yeah, literally walking around, holding my stuff, watching everyone because you can see them. You mm. actually, when you look for them, you can see you them. You see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, same in places I've been. I go, that's a scammer. You look yeah. and you go, uh, you go, oh, I'm actually a better actor than you are. I can see you, you're, 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 tell, you're talking, talking porky pies here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can actually see it. So once you start to pay attention, and I suggest you do that because it's actually a good thing to do, that when you're in a location, yeah. you start to know what people look like yes, that are yes, scammers because yes. they've don't, got to look walk, about them. Yeah, don't walk around scared. Yeah. Don't walk around scared, but just be, like you say, be wary. Yeah. yeah. And you say... There's a vibe, you know, you get you get to recognise, you go, nah, they're up to no good. Well, it's normally the look that they have. Oh, it's the eyes. It's the way they're looking at somebody. They don't just look you like, oh, hello. They look you up and down. They look what you've got. They look at your shoes. They look at your, where you're holding your items. It's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. the way they're scanning you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody I, that walks past them. That's just reminding me of a weird experience I had when I was living in Hong Kong. I went over, over from Hong Kong Island to um, Kowloon. And as soon as you get off the Star Ferry, it's all hustle and bustle. There's a lot of people, you know, pushing fake items, you know, fake handbags. Mm-hmm. Just in that, just in the in the ferry area. But as soon as you get away out of that, it's nice. And I've been there dozens of times. And I was going up uh, Nathan Road or something or other. And I'm walking along and I've got a couple of mates with me. And we're walking along. And for some reason, I just clocked this dude out of the corner of my eye. Local bloke. And he was sort of walking and he sort of, we sort of, he was sort of standing at a pole or standing on the side of the road and we walked past him. And as we walked, he sort of started walking. I don't know. I just noticed that. And I sort of, I just looked at him. I went, cool. And we're walking and we walked about a block and I went, I look back and the dude is still there. And I'm like, oh, that dude's still there. Walked another two blocks and he was on the other side of the road, still walking. And I, in my head, I went, I got a feel. I went, that dude's following us. I don't know why. I've never heard of a, anything like this before. You know, we're coming up to um, Chunking Mansions and he's sort of, he walked straight past and I walked past and I went to the guys. I went, I think we should go into a, a, into a shopping center, that shop, into a, a busy shopping, you know, a shopping center. Duck down really quick. They're like, why? I'm like, very casually look over at that guy. And they went, I went on the pole, leaning on the pole. You know, yep. And I said, we'll keep walking. And we walked and, and, and they went, God, that guy's following us. I went, yep. I said, let's go. And we just ran down this other road into a shopping center and went and stayed down there for like five minutes. And when we came out, we didn't see him ever again. But I was just like, I couldn't believe that my little internal alarm went off yeah. and just instantly went, no, nah, you, you're imagining it. And I thought, oh my God, Troy, you're one of those par- paranoid people. But then, um, then other, other guys went, yeah, you, I think he's following us. So I don't know why, but yeah, that was just yeah. odd. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is something to be aware of. And it does happen, and especially in the big cities, yeah, it does cities. happen a lot. Dad and I, when we were in Lake Como, we had to get... Whereabouts? In, um, in Italy. In Italy, of course. Yeah. yeah, and so we had to get the bus back because we went and visited my cousin yeah. that came down from Switzerland. And then we were getting the bus back to the hotel, which was in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And we were waiting and this bus was taking forever to come. And all of a sudden we start to notice people start arriving around us but doing that lurky thing where they mm. lean up against a pole and they watch you. <laughs> the, 
lurking. It's the lurking. I, I saw him lurking. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Lur- lurking, lurking is my first alert. If I see someone lurking, I'm like, nah, up to no good. Yeah, and it's and like I said before, it's the way they look at you. They mm. look at you up and down. So what Dad and I did was we stood facing each other. So we weren't standing side by side. So I could look over his shoulder and he could look over mine. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, actually yeah, got, could see oh, behind each other. You've got a two-point vision set up. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Because if you're not, someone can run behind you. And that's mm. what we felt. We kind of felt like they were circling as sharks. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they're actually really sussing us out. So I actually went and stood on the road and Dad stood on the gutter and I was watching him, he was watching me. And it was really interesting. And then after we clocked You're like them, spies. Totally. Right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. I I, I kind of get a bit of a thrill. <laughs> I want to wanna be scammed. No, I don't. Scam totally me. not. But then I start like I staring you. at them, like, don't even think about it. You I might, give it a red hot go. I might be little, but I'm tough. <laughs> uh, I can I can attest to that, folks. She's pretty damn tough. <laughs> so anyway, they ended up staying around for a bit, looking at us, seeing both of us having cranky pant looks at them. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> no, no, we can't get them. Yeah. And so then they ended up walking off. So again, they might have just been someone that wanted to stand and have a look at us and not Who have knows? any ill intentions. Who knows? I don't, don't know. I think my radar is a little attuned. I think it's because I, you know, I've been working as an actor for 20 years, right? I've been done a lot of training, a lot of study, and I know what acting looks like. Yes, you know? totally. So when I see someone I'm like, that person's full of rabbit. They're not. They're lying. Yes, and most of them aren't trained actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so I know. I'm like, they're not very good at it. I'm like, mate, look, give me. A, let me give you a couple of tips. You don't want it. You get. You're coming on too strong with the lurking. All right, cut off the lurking. Yeah, don't yeah. lean on the pole. And don't don't be too friendly. Be kind of friendly, you know, then I might believe you. Okay, hold on. I think we're, we're really going against what we're trying to do oh, with this wait. episode. <laughs> I've incidentally trained scammers. <laughs> there is the photo scam. Or oh, love a photo scam. No, I don't. Do you know what the photo scam is? Uh, tell me about it. So the photo scam is when someone asks you to take a photo. Often it happens with that. Uh, ask me to take a photo of them. Takes a take a photo with them oh. or with whatever they're trying to push, which often can be animal tourism. So in Asia, oh, yeah. it can be elephants, I've... chimps. It can... Oh, like yeah, big animals. Yeah, yeah. and so in uh, in the Caribbean, they use other like toucans, all kinds yeah, of yeah, animals, yeah, yeah. which in, enslaved creatures. Well, that's yeah. right. And if you're not if you haven't listened to my episode with World Animal Protection. I highly recommend going yes, back yes, and checking yes. that out because it will give you a whole understanding of what happens behind the scenes to these animals and it's awful. It's animal cruelty. I do not recommend doing this ever, ever, ever. So what happens is they come up with their animal. I know in Peru they often have llamas. Mm. They have a baby llama as well and they ask you to take a photo with the animal and people go, oh, oh it's you're, so cute. You're in the photo. No. It, yeah. Or you oh. can be. Yeah. You can be. Or even if you just take a photo of yeah, it. Yeah, right. So you might not even be in the image. You might just be taking the photo. photo the, as soon the as they see that, they ask you for money. Yeah. It's not for free. But that is also participating in animal cruelty because yeah. you are funding what they are trying to do. Yeah, yeah, so true. I highly recommend staying away from anything to do with that. But they also use children in certain places. Oh, no. And they'll oh, say, come and awful. take a photo of my kid. And then they charge you money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's Ex- a really big one. Exploitation. Yeah. yeah. At its, avoid at its avoid anything that seems exploitive, I say. Anything, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but people don't know. They think, oh, this child's beautiful. Yeah, This yeah, animal yeah, yeah. is beautiful. I want to take a photo of it. And then they come up and go, no, no, you've taken a photo. You need to pay. Pay, 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 pay. And then they won't leave you mm, alone until you do mm. it. I've seen them chasing tourists. Oh, my God. A tourists have ran from these people. But part of me goes, well, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. I but can people run don't fast. people don't understand <laughs> yeah. that that's what they're doing and mm. what you're participating in True. is actually something that's exploiting either mm. animals or children or people or what it may be. Every place has something different, unfortunately. The other old photo job is uh, where you're taking a photo, maybe a selfie of you and your mates, and someone come up and go, I'll, I'll take it for you. And you go, oh, thank you. And boom, camera's gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have never seen that happen. I've no. heard about that a lot. Yeah. Have you ever seen that happen? I've never seen it happen. Only I, in the I've movies. Heard. <laughs> totally. I saw I've, it on National Lampoons <laughs> with Chevy Chase. I've heard that it does happen, especially now when people have some really good cameras. Yeah, but now people got their selfie sticks, so they've eliminated that scam pretty well. Yeah. I only, I'm very careful with who I ask to take oh, a photo. Oh, I never do it. I don't. I, I just, ask sometimes. Yeah, occasionally. If, if it looks like like a nice person and obviously I'm that person because I get asked a lot to take photos for people. You must look you, I must trust look nice. me, you should become a professional scammer. <laughs> You're a good actor and you look trustworthy. <laughs> Boom. Free cameras. <laughs> Michelle's camera business. Wait a minute. No, I would never do that to anybody. But it definitely can happen and I just think you I would never give it to someone that offers. No, no, I no, never. No. If anyone offers to come and take a photo for me, I go, no, thanks. All, no, good. all good. I love yeah. my selfies. Mm. <laughs> Another one is car rentals. Oh, the old rentals, yeah. So and, it might not just be car not rentals. Not just motorbikes or your, uh, jet you know, ski. your jet skis or your Vespers or your Anything what have you. Anything that you may rent. Scooters. Yeah. When you take it back. It's a oh. very common scam. Yeah, you got that old dent in it oh, that wasn't there before. That wasn't there before. The mirror's got a crack in it. Mm. What did you do? How did you do that? Yeah, it was all there before you took it. A very big tip is to take images, take photos. What I've done before is I've actually got them to come out and write it down on the paper and give it to mm, me. Mm. So I want a photocopy. To, obviously, depends on the country yeah, you're in. Yeah. Not everyone has the facilities to do this. Ask for a copy of it. Write it all down. Take photos. Take yeah. photos with the person in it yeah, that or, works or for the company. Or show them that you're taking photos. Tell them going, hey, I'm taking photos. So, you know, look, I'm taking photos of the whole vehicle or yeah. – or the bike or what have you. Yeah. That's right. I think that's a really big tip to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah, I like to get the person in the photo yeah. so you show that mm. I've got you. I've got mm. you in here mm. and that was there beforehand so you can't lie to me now. Yeah. I even do it even when I'm like in Europe or going to like a reputable rental agency. I still do it. I do it in Australia. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? I still take money because you never know. Well, man. you never know. And it's also the same with you. <laughs> If you are borrowing a friend's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because sometimes you just never uh, know. It's, I'm not saying I don't trust my friends. <laughs> I just don't trust my friends. <laughs> I actually don't drive anyone else's car. I get too scared. Nice. Now, this one actually scares me. Uh-uh. Fake police. Oh, yeah. Because if you can't trust the police, who can you trust? Yeah. yeah this one's true. a scary one. It actually makes me feel a bit anxious. But I think they don't look like the actual police from the same from the same country. But but who knows? I don't. Yeah. I, I barely know what the Australian police look like. People have got different uniforms, different you know, different states, di different, states, different ranks. 
in Victoria where we live could be the dark blue or you might see something different, you know. Yeah. So you go to anywhere in the world, who knows what their law enforcement looks like, you know, or their officials or their security guards or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So what happens with this scam is that someone will come and offer you something illegal. Uh -oh. So it may be drugs. It may be whatever can be illegal in that country. And then all of a sudden their peeps come out, which are dressed as police officers, mm. and they ask you, they tell you that they've caught you doing something illegal. And then what they do is they ask you for your wallet and your passport. They take off with your passport and your wallet. It is gone, never to be seen again. And I know it's hard when they're police officers because you think you can trust them, but don't give your wallet or your passport over to anybody. Try and keep it with you. Ask them for ID because normally once you start to ask questions, they do a runner and they run off and they know that the gig is up. So they know that they've been caught out. So definitely feel free to ask questions. And if it's a real police officer, they'll have no problem in answering any of your questions that you have. Yeah. Yeah, I was in, I was in Paris, France at the Eiffel Tower, Le Tour de Fell. Love the... Eiffel Tower. Did you? I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? It was a big piece of steel. Oh, God. I love it with all my heart. Just because it's so iconic. I just, nah, I love that sort of stuff. I was stuff. not impressed at all. Uh, I got there and was like, really? Uh, really? You're breaking my heart. <laughs> I was just, I was like, romance. But yeah, been up there, got down the bottom, had a had a ham sandwich, and then I was walking around. <laughs> That's important. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for uh, telling me that. That was what I had. A, was it jambon? Jambon sandwich. I'm walking around and a swarm. Of of little girls uh, ran over to me. I'm like, little being how old? Oh, they must have been ten or something. You know, I, hard to tell. Ten be between eight and twelve, maybe. Okay. They ran over. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Monsieur, Monsieur, je ne I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, sorry, excuse me, what? And they went, oh, he's English. Uh, oh, Monsieur, we are collecting uh, money for the poor orphans. And I'm like, orphans. And I was like. <laughs> Because I was in Paris, like, orphans? <gasps> Madeline. Do you remember Madeline? She's a little cartoon girl. She's an orphan, little orphan French girl, lived in an orphanage with 12 girls and an old nun who ran the joint. And I used to watch that cartoon when I was a kid. I went, Madeline, I'll give her some money. And I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm, uh, how much money? And they had, like, a little clipboard and it had, like, all you write your name and you make a donation. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I thought I'll give them a couple of euro. And they're like... 20 euro? And I'm like, oh, oh boy. Uh, whoa, whoa, start a little lower here, Madeline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that you gave I, them a name. I like the cartoon, but I don't think it's worth 20 euro. And and I was like, oh, and I was about to say no. And she started to get a little, <laughs> little girl got a little angry with me. She's like, Monsieur 20 euro. And I'm like, um, um, hold on, wait. And I'm like, you know, my going for my wallet. And and then in out of nowhere, these gendarmes, these police, I didn't even see them. They were like stealth, swooped out of nowhere. And they're like, and they grabbed these girls and 20 of them ran in every direction, but they grabbed about three of them. And they're like, monsieur, monsieur, did you give these girls any money? And I'm like, no, I didn't get the chance to help Madeline. And, <laughs> and they're like, uh, please don't give them any money. They are trying to scam you. They are little good. They're trying to take your money. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. They were so good. They were yeah. so good. And little girl, you know, like little, little innocent children. Yeah. I was like, yeah, take the money. I'll, how much? 
let me write you a check, yeah. you know. I know. And, and it's actually a really big scam all around the world and certain places like India as well okay. where they do awful things, where they actually sometimes make their children blind. Oh, no. Yeah, where they, where they maim or hurt somebody yeah. or, or and, worse and still their children. And then get them to beg to yeah. try and get money and it's awful and it yeah. breaks your heart. But it, it's not helpful to actually participate and help because no. all it does is make it happen more. True. Yeah. These little kids in Paris, I was like, oh, they're just little kids. I just thought they were like, maybe they're on a school excursion. And they, got a, they had a clipboard. Oh, clipboard. well organized. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I mentioned to mates of mine, like, yes, the same thing happened to me. But I couldn't believe these police, whoo, like Batman, they got in there yeah. and picked the girl up and she was. I was, she mouthed, mouthed, you know, she was screaming and swearing, I swear, no doubt. She was going off her head and then they took him off and they explained to me what was going on. I was like, wow. I was kind I was, I was a bit, I was like, dang, but I was kind of impressed. I was like, wow, yeah. savvy little girls, you know, savvy yeah. little children making some coin. Yeah, but the unfortunate making, thing is their parents are probably making them do it. Either making them do it or they are on hard times. I, don't, I don't know the situation. Yeah, it is. But tough. I was like, I couldn't believe it happened. Mm. Right, right at the Eiffel Tower, you know, in the yeah. middle, middle of you know tourist central. Yeah, when I was in the Philippines again, I was with my dad. I was there for my brother's wedding, and my dad was a beautiful, beautiful man, and he would want to help anybody. So mm. anyone that looked like they were struggling, he couldn't yeah. cope with that, and he wanted to uh, help anybody. Oh, I know that feeling. If someone's like, "Please," I'm like, "I want to help you." Yeah, you can't help everybody, but my there's father, only ten billion people in the world saw this one child begging in the Philippines and he was like, well, my money is very different than their money. Yeah. So I can just give them a little bit of their money. It's not much to me. I said, dad, don't do that. He thought I was being mean. Mm. I'm like, no, dad, I'm not being mean. You can't give these children money. And he goes, watch me. So he did. What do you think happened? Mm. Within 10 seconds, yep, he had at least 20. New friends. Yep. <laughs> All over him and yeah. they wouldn't leave him alone. Yeah, right, and then he was so, he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I told you not to give them money. You can't do this. This is a scam because that's what happens. They see someone that gives. They know that they can play on your heartstrings. And then all of a sudden, everyone's around you. They won't let you go until mm. you give them money. Yeah, They won't let you go. And so anyway, we ended up coming and, you know, me with my good <laughs> no, thunder coming, uh, my lightning strikes coming oh out God. of my eyes. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, they ended up eventually leaving him alone. But, yeah, it's something to be aware of. As much as you want to help people, you just can't in some places. Can't, like you said, you can't help everybody. You can't help everybody. One more. One more scam. I, I, How I, many scams have you had? Mate, I've been involved. Mate, I've been on the other side. I mentioned I lived in Hong Kong. Uh, for a while, uh, one night we were we were out celebrating. We're a couple of bars and a couple of Seven Elevens. If you've heard our other episode, you can you can go go to our Hong Kong episode. Yeah, go to the Hong Kong episode. You can go on a Seven Eleven tour and have a bar crawl. Have a lovely Seven Eleven bar crawl. We'd been out having a couple of drinks, enjoying ourselves. It wasn't very late in the evening, and a friend of mine said, "Oh, we should go to that bar, the highest bar in the world, Ooh. which is because there's." One of the tallest buildings in the world is in Hong Kong and at the top is a bar. We said, we should go there. I said, great, let's do it. It'd be an experience. Highly recommend. The view is phenomenal. Uh, but we're up there having a few more cocktails, enjoying ourselves. I'd gone to the bar, come back with a crowd of people that we were, were, were spending the night with. 
Got back and there was a new bloke there. I'd not met him. His name was Amand. I met him and it turned out he was um, an Indian expat living there. And he was chatting away, chatting away, chatting away. He goes, oh, you know, I work in the filmmaking industry. I'm a... No, I make a lot of big movies back in, in India. I'm like, mm. oh, wow, that's great. You know, mm. Breakthrough talk, to talk. Bollywood. I know. There was part of me going like that. And he goes, and he goes oh, we should get some more, some more drinks. I said, yeah, great. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, we'll get our drinks. He goes, no, 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 allow me. You order whatever you want. You order whatever you want. Put it on my tab. Great, great. And we did that. And we're like, great, great. And we're talking. We're so friendly. We're laughing. And he was so charismatic and so energetic. And he was so funny. And he's such a great conversationalist. And the same thing kept happening all night. And because we'd already had a couple of cocktails, we were very happy to let him pay for them all. But he kept saying, no, 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 mate. Don't you, don't you guys worry. You know, I'm my shout tonight. I'm having a lovely night. I'm here. I like to celebrate when I'm in Hong Kong. I like to, and love to meet new people. He shouted us. I'd say hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of cocktails. End of the night started coming around, you know, like one o'clock in the morning. And then all of a sudden, Aman was nowhere to be seen. Gone. Run out. And they came to our table and they were like, uh, here's the bill. And it was hundreds and hundreds of Australian dollars. And we were like, uh, no, our mate, Aman, he's picking it up. It's on his tab. And they're like, oh, okay, no worries. And, you know, about 20 minutes goes by gone this guy's this cat has run because he, he was drinking up as well you know he's eating the bar nuts drinking the cocktails so he'd left us he'd done the runner he'd, he'd charmed us the heck out he had a lovely night of drinks and he's hit the road so we just had to really explain to the bar and they're like we've been this is what's happened and they were like mm, oh you have to pay you have to pay you have to pay but then we were able to settle it and say look i think there's been a there's been a scam and they were like oh god so we got out of there uh, luckily so did you end up paying for anything? No, no, didn't pay for didn't pay for anything. <laughs> so, so maybe you so were we the scammed the bar, maybe? No, this dude was the scammer and yeah. they're like, oh yeah. And there was a bit of discussion and then the manager came out and said, Yeah, we know about this guy. We're very sorry. It's our fault. We should have recognized that it was him. So he'd been he'd worked that bar before. Okay. So look out for that that friendly guy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something that is commonly happening. And I was, in bars. I was scared. I was like, they're going to make us pay. Like, I don't have enough. We, I don't know we if don't we all have, have enough money, money to yeah. cover all this drink. Yeah, because and, and I was so enamored by him. He was so, like I said, so charismatic and so charming that I was like, how could he be lying to me? You know, I'd cut. He's oh, just he put was a good it, actor. Put it on. The, yeah, he was actually maybe he's a Bollywood star. Who knows? Yeah, good actor. He knows what he's doing. But that is something that is happening a lot in bars that people mm. will say, oh, we'll just put it on the tab. Or if they tell you to start your tab, yeah, then the locals will put their drinks on your tab. They find out what the tab is and uh -huh. it all goes on there. And it all goes on there. So and at you're the end not of the night. You're not leaving if you don't pay. Yeah, that's right. At the strife. end of the night, you're getting this massive tab mm. and you're like, that's not on my drinks. They're like, yeah, but everyone else said that they were on your tab. On You've your got tab. to pay. Yeah. Yeah, I would it's never have a tab. tab. I don't no. have a tab. Never. I just uh, go pay in, in an, in, oh, I don't know. At a bar, I know I will, but then yeah. overseas, no way. No, not when I'm oh, travelling. Even if you go to London or something, I'd go, no, 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 I won't do a tab. I'll just, you don't hand your credit card over, you know what I mean? Or yeah. Maybe. No, not when I'm travelling. It's too big of a deal. If, if something gets taken from your card, your card gets stolen, it's too hard. When you're at home, you can get these things organised. <laughs> Hindsight, now I'm thinking like, because I've been to a bar or wherever and started a tab with my card and just given it to them. Oh, boy. I know, and you start not to think of scams. Not, why, not wise, is it? No, it's not wise at all. Mm. No. 
I wouldn't do it. And speaking of that, ATM scams. <sighs> Classic move. It is. I actually had a friend tell me today that her card got skimmed at the ATM at Disneyland. What? I know. The happiest place on earth. She got robbed at the happiest <laughs> place on earth. More like the crappiest place on earth. Yeah. Yep. The ATM. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got your credit card details. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. So I... <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, boy. It's really hard to know if an ATM is going to scam you or not because you don't know. Oh, any, anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Doesn't matter where it you are. It happens. Any... I've had ATMs here suck my card in yeah. and then I can't get them out and then I'm paranoid and I have to like... Cancel the card. Cancel, cancel the, the card. card. Yeah. So it can happen anywhere and so you just don't know. But something to do with ATMs is that what they do is they often put a, a sign on it mm. that says out of order. Uh-oh. And then there's no other ATM around. And all of a sudden, there's someone else that comes up and takes you to an ATM. Oh, there's another one. Oh, this, Work, this one works. Yeah, yeah, this one over here works. I'll take you. I'll take you. Right. And they take you. But that and ATM. A little card reader or something on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That card, that one is actually designed to skim your card. So don't go with anybody that asks you and says, this ATM's not working, come mm. to this one. Never do it. Yeah, yeah, no. Never. I prefer to try and use the ones at the airport. I try and do that, get money out there, or mm. go to the ones that are designed, are linked to a bank. They're the best ATMs to go to if you need to go to an ATM. Now, this is a pretty basic scam. Now, these are scams that you know you may have heard of. Okay. Now, I wanted to go a bit deeper. I wanted to go into the seedy underbelly of scams, like okay. how scammy can the scammy scammers scam you? Okay, yeah? this is what I like. And I was like, where is it in the world? I have landed at Venezuela. Okay, Venezuela, not an ideal holiday destination. Maybe somewhere you're going if you're up for something a bit uh, a bit risky. Venezuela is one of the top five countries that they have labelled do not visit. Oh. Do not go there. Do okay. Not, do not fly there. Why? It is one of the most dangerous places to go. It's very dangerous for you to go there. If you live there, it can be dangerous, and that danger heightens if you're a tourist or a visitor. It's a very dangerous place. If you don't have your wits about you, if you don't know one, know someone there already, you could be in a bit of trouble. And the scammers are rife there. But it's not just like you know, a little bump and grab the old pickpocket. Because the pickpocketing, you know, happen can happen anywhere in the world. You know what I mean? And pickpocketing to me had always had like a bit of a bit of a you know a bit of a jovial sort of thing. You know, like Oliver Twist. You know, got a pickpocket or two. You know, there's a, oh, there's a fun thing about it. But it's you know, it's obviously pickpocketing is not fun for anybody. Now tell me, what is it? I'm talking about things like express kidnapping. <gasps> yeah. So, you know, like someone might kidnap your wallet, pickpocketing. In Venezuela, they might kidnap you. Okay. They might pickpocket your whole self. So you could be anywhere at a public space. Don't matter where you are. You're not walking down some shady alley. You'd be walking down the main street. Boom. Van will grab you. Three blokes, whoever, whatever, chuck you in the back. Boom. Give you a bit of a oof. And then say, you take us to the, we're going to take you to the ADM. You're going to get out all your money and then you're going to give it to us. And you'll be kidnapped. And it's not like a ransom. It's not like a kidnapping where they'll hold you and, you know, call your family or the consulate for ransom money. Mm. They'll, ran they'll ransom you. They say, we're taking you to ADM. If you don't get the money out, you're done. So you take, they take you to the ATM. You get all your money out. You give it to them. They kick you in the butt and leave you there. 
What if you got no money? Well, you give them whatever. You, they'll take whatever you've got. They don't care because it's an express kidnapping. They'll do 10 a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you, I you don't might... know if I'll be going to Venezuela anytime soon. No, I've I've done a bit of research and I'm like, Venice no whaler. Yeah. Venice no whaler, I'm going there. No. And I love that it's express. Kidna- they'll, they'll, like, they'll kidnap it's got you. got a name. They'll kidnap you. Ah, oh, 45 minutes. It'll take about 45 minutes out of your day, but you will have been kidnapped. And you'll have no money at the end of it. Absolutely not. Oh, that's scary. Now, here's one in Venezuela. Another, Venez- another, another Venezuelan trick. And this one got me. I was like, wow, you got to look out for the poison letter. What's the poison letter? You don't want to get a poison letter. It sounds like something out of a murder mystery. But what, might, but what might happen on a Venezuelan street, broad daylight, main thoroughfare, people handing out pamphlets. Take a pamphlet. And you go, and you know, so, you know, anywhere in the world, someone shoves you a pamphlet and they don't want it. There's give you, you go, yeah, give us a pamphlet. Now, this pamphlet might be filled with poisonous material, like poisonous dust. They put poisonous dust inside the pamphlet. So you walk down the street, they'll follow you, and you open up, the dust hits you, you get knocked out or po- and poisoned <gasps> and pass out, and they'll come and rob you. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Because there is, you know, drink spiking, things yeah. like that. That could happen to you anywhere in the world. Can happen to you in Venezuela. It's happened but to then, me in Melbourne. There you go. Look at that. You're right here in Australia. But then next level is poisoned letters, poisoned pamphlets, poisoned dust. I'm not taking a pamphlet from anybody. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, yeah, because pam- I'll take a pamphlet. If, if no, I'm, no, not anymore. Not anymore. God. No. Oh, that's scary. Mm. And one last thing about thing Venezuela. Okay. And I'm not I'm not trashing Venezuela here. Don't get me wrong. It's on a list of very dangerous places to go. Travel at your own risk. Uh, I read an article about a, a traveler who went to Venezuela. Uh, she got there, she arrived, and she had her money. She had some taken out a bit of money, about 250 bucks, and she'd put it into her passport wallet. Right? She put it into her passport wallet. She got to the Venezuelan airport went through customs, handed over her passport. The bloke looked at it, stamped it, gave it back. She got out to the airport. Money was gone. She was robbed in the airport by the airport staff. Oh, my gosh. What can she do? That's what she says because there's nothing I can do. I can, can, I can tell how, you what she could have done, not put her prove... money in her airport. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. In, her in, in, in this article said, in hindsight, I have learned not to put my money into there. That's the thing in Venezuela. He, I thought, l- she, he thought he was getting a tip. Yeah, maybe that was a tip. That's <laughs> one, one thing I also read in Venezuela, you're not even safe in the airport. There are oh scammers in the airport. There are muggers in the airport. You could get mugged in the airport. So okay, I'm, yeah, you, you've sold me. I'm not going there. Yeah. There's not many places around the Give world a, where I will will say say that. that. No, me neither. But when I read all these articles, I was like, "Holy smokes!" Before I was going to Mexico, everyone was telling me the same thing about them kidnapping and uh, all that kind of stuff. I loved Mexico. Yeah, I did Mexico's not feel beautiful. safe at all. I mean, scared at all. I was not unsafe. But yeah, okay. I think you've sold me on that one. Yeah, there was just a few things I read. I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. Quick, quick kidnap. Just wow. had, would you just happen? Oh, quick kidnap. Yeah, I've done ten kidnaps today. Oh I joke, but it's Express. quite serious. Express kidnapped. It is very serious and very dangerous. And I would not like to think if it goes wrong and someone may lose their life mm. because the, of it. The kind of traveller I am, I don't tend to look go, what's that list of dangerous countries? Bing, let's go. I, that's the traveller I am. But maybe you are. Just, I am. And, I've been and, to a lot of very dangerous countries. Well, there we go. If you are, just get your wits about you. Get savvy. Right. Don't take any pamphlets. No, don't take any pamphlets. The poison pamphlet. 
So pickpocketing we covered a little bit, but, you know, pickpocketing happens all around the world and everyone's aware of it pretty much. Anywhere it can happen on trains, in any country. Oh, yeah. But now there is a new thing that they do. What's the new thing? You might be walking in a park. I always am. And you get a drop on you and you think a bird's pooped on you. Oh, the old... Oh, yeah. Well, that's good luck, isn't it? Well, you'd think that until you <laughs> my turn. Mum, my mum would tell you that's good luck. Until you turn and you go, what is that? And you take your backpack off to try and see if it's on your backpack. And you, you're looking and you're looking around and all of a sudden, boop, they come, Whisker. run, pick up your backpack, grab your stuff and off they oh, go. Poop, snatch and run. Uh-huh. Classic. Exactly. Wow, what a yep. love. So when you think about it, though, if you ever think there is a drop from a bird, you constantly lose all your wits about oh, you, right? I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about it all the time. <laughs> all the time. If I, if, if I was a victim of that scam, my one saving grace, my one relief would be go, well, at least it wasn't real poop. <laughs> yes, totally. Unless they use real poop, in which case you scammers are scum. Yeah. Use fake poop at least. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. but Or they squirt something on you like tomato <laughs> sauce or something if you're having a hot dog and you're like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, Michelle, I love hot dogs. <laughs> I'm in a lot of strife. I'm oh, I'm going to be very wary every time I buy a hot dog now. Yeah. The other one. Don't you squirt me. Which I actually saw this in Italy years ago was the fake hands. What? Have you seen this? So <laughs> no, but I want to. <laughs> so they have a box with goods in it, so like maybe jewellery. Mm. It looks like their hands are holding the box. Wow, it's like a magic fake, trick. They're fake hands. So what they do is they push the box into you to show you the goods while their hands are actually underneath going through your belongings. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, again. And you don't feel it because you got the box against you, so you think it's the box hitting you. Yeah. But it's actually their hands going through your bag. Again, that sucks, but. I'm a little impressed by the, <laughs> the the fake hands. How good are these hands? They must be like latex. How do they get the hands? Like I've got a lot of questions about the fake hands, but yeah, looking around, you don't recognize fake hands. Like I think I'd, I'd like to think that I could recognize a fake limb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe but I you can't. may not because no, when you're, you're also not everything. looking for it because most no. of them are probably covered up until well, the fingers. Well, now I'm looking for fake hands. Yeah, no, I, I look for them all the time. I've seen it. I've seen it once. I've <laughs> seen look, it. Michelle's on the lookout for oh, fake I hands. Am. So something that happens on buses and trains. I don't mm. know if you've ever had anyone try to help you with your luggage. No. I say no. <laughs> I say no to everybody. But no. as a woman... People want to help you lift up your luggage and put okay. it up above. Yeah, up in the or, overhead. Yeah, or just even your big luggage has to go up a little bit. People want to help you. Well, it's not always the best idea because okay. sometimes what they do is as soon as you give it to them, they run. <laughs> they take all your luggage. They lift and run. They lift and run. Yeah. So that's something else. I say no to anyone lift and dash. helping me. And they must think I'm such a cow. Like this woman does not want any help from anyone. She's such a feminist. No, she doesn't just, want anyone to help her. She's just worried about old Johnny lift and dash. Yeah, totally. I don't want someone stealing my stuff. I love going to the beach. It's my second home. It's my church, the beach. I love the beach. Grew up on the beach. But what happens? When you're by yourself. Uh -uh. Yeah, well, you got you, well, you want to go for a swim, don't and you? You want to go you for wanna, a swim. You want to go for a dip, but you've got your wallet, your keys, or your, your bag. What do you, you do? I'll tell you what. You put your keys and wallet in the shoe. You put the shoe under the bag. You put the towel over the bag. It's like a safe. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to protect, protect you from everything. That's my, 
That's got it. No one will get past the towel. If they get past the towel, they're not getting past the bag. If they get past the bag, they're not getting into the shoe. <laughs> Yeah. It's a 10-part process to get my stuff stolen on you the You come bed. back, it's gone. 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 Yeah. It's a common scam, mm. especially in Brazil. It's a massive one in Rio. Oh, beautiful Brazil. Uh-huh. Yeah. You go in the water in, in Rio, you come back, and you got nothing. You might oh. have your towel left behind. <laughs> That's Unless it. it's a nice towel. <laughs> I am really cautious with that. I, If I'm going into the water, I only really do it if someone stays on the beach yeah. or if I'm in a – area where there's not many people, I don't go in too far where I can't run to my stuff quick yeah. enough because it is a really easy scam. People can take your belongings real quick and they can get away and you can't catch them and you'll never see them again. So that is something to be aware of. I've heard of people that dig holes yeah, in the yeah, sand. Yeah, I've their- done that where you – you because that's what you do. After you put the towel on the top, you cover the corners of the towel with sand. Yeah. But these are people How that are actually get dig through that? into the sand, right. put your belongings in, put your oh towel over the God. top so okay. you can't see there's a bag underneath. Oh, I see. God. Yeah. But if Unless they saw you dig the hole. <laughs> you know what I do? I've got a, I've got a very colourful towel so I can see it very clearly from the water. So That's I'm in the water. Idea. I'm always glancing back a bit of a, oh, yeah, all still, you know, just keep an eye on it from the, from the water. Fake souvenirs is a big one. Oh, mate, everywhere you go. No matter where in the world, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. But something that they also can do is they can show you a legitimate item. Oh, yeah. Did that make sense? A legit. A, a legit item. <laughs> they is can, this item legit? <laughs> they can show you a legitimate item. So it may be, say, a Prada bag. They show you the real Prada. Mm. And you think you're buying that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've done all my checks. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know what a Prada and a, a Leviton bag looks like. Right. And then when you purchase it, they swap it out. Yeah, often you'll go to a market, for example, and they'll have all the products in their little store. They're never st- real in, in markets. In the store. But you go to the stall, right, and you're in the stall. You go, yep, that's legit. And you go, yeah, I want that that bag or those shoes. And they're like, great, we're just going to go to the store. And they and they leave the mark, the stall and they go, we're going to go to the storeroom and get it. And boom, they go get you the um, the fakey fakey yeah, 180. Yeah, and that's a really common thing. And it's also, I would suggest knowing what country you're going to, to what item it is that they're really well known for because most of the time it's fake. I know when I was in the Philippines, they'd tell mm. you that they're real pearls, mm. but they're not. Yeah, yeah. And so what they do is they show you, it's again the same thing, they show you them burning it with a flame so it doesn't melt. So it's right. not plastic. Yeah, yeah, not plastic or But or they're what not else? plastic. So they don't melt, but they're not actually pearls either. Mm. So they're out of a stone or something. Yeah, yeah, they're made out of something else. It's not pearl, but it's still something that won't burn like plastic does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a scam as well. Mm. So just be aware because they try and charge you the price for the actual item. Mm. When you're not paying for that, you're getting something that's not real. You're getting ripped off. You are, absolutely. The massage one is a big one too. Massage? I'll give you a massage. Hello. Come with me. All right. Okay, just on the beach, just over here. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, how's that massage going for yeah, you? Yeah, good, yeah. Oh, That's that... $300, thank what? you. What? <laughs> no, you can't get up. Oh. Give me your wallet <laughs> while <laughs> you're laying down and I'm on top of you. <laughs> they've got the pressure, they've got the thumb on the pressure point. They've, yeah. got, the, they've got the Vulcan mind meld on you. Yep, give me oh that $300 God. or you're not getting up. I'll give you a neck chop if you don't, oh my God, is that real? That's real. So imagine that. Imagine thinking you're getting the best massage of your life until they want your wallet wow. and you can't get up. I wonder up. if the massage is good up until that point. <laughs> you're like, this is good. Like, these yeah, are prof- this is worth 300 bucks. Professional masseuse 
turn shyster. Wow. Only get a massage from a legitimate place because it's very common. The other common thing is that they ask you to turn over. Oh, hello. Look out. Uh-huh. Don't know about that. And then they expect you to pay a lot of money, even if you say no. To, oh, right. To a to anything, very to happy something. ending. Oh, good grief. God. That's very common as well. Oh, God. Where, so be aware. Where, whereabouts is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you that one. No, nah, that's it. That, yeah, well, I don't like that. That's sort of like almost like we're going to physically hurt you. If oh, you yeah. yeah. Which can happen a oh, lot of the time true, with yeah. a lot of scams. And, you know, same as where you were if you didn't pay that restaurant bill. Who yeah, knows what could have happened? Don't know. I don't know. I can't say, but I don't know. I might have get my head punched in. You might have been. So I would just suggest doing your homework, do some research, especially if you're purchasing things. Don't go through someone that asks you to go somewhere. Make sure you go through the right channels for whatever it is. If you're going to see a temple, like yeah, you said, absolutely. get the hostel, hotel, wherever you're staying to organize the right cab for you yeah. or tuk-tuk or whatever Absolutely. it is, don't listen to someone else's recommendations unless you may have a gut feeling that it's right. Trust your gut. Yeah. I think gut's always I think, right. I think you're dead right. I think the, the main thing is go traveling. Go traveling. Don't be afraid. But keep an eye on your intuition, on your gut. And have a good time, I think. Yeah, be smart. That's, yeah, just be smart. Go. Yeah. Don't don't let don't read that or or hear some of the things we've we've said today. Man, unless it's Venezuela. Trust your gut. Don't be afraid. Go there, but just be wise. Be savvy. That's right. Edu and if you do, educate yourself. If you do find yourself in one of those situations, sometimes it's just better off paying the money and getting out of it as quick as possible. Keep yourself safe. Be That's better right. better safe. Better safe. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it has given you some ideas on how you can not get yourself in a situation yeah. like Troy did. And, uh, yeah, at the very least, look out for me because <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Troy. Thanks. Thanks for listening to With You Every Step, hosted by Michelle Lee. We do hope you enjoyed listening. And if you did, make sure you tell everybody. If you didn't, nobody likes a Debbie Downer. Please subscribe to get up to date with our latest releases and give us a thumbs up on our social media at With You Every Step. We love to hear from you. If you have any questions or inquiries, head to the Contact Us page at our website, michellelee.com. That's also where you'll find all our blogs mentioned in the podcast. We love to hear from you and if we have inspired you to travel. Thanks for listening. Love life and adventure on.